Yes, Naya. Cool, Naya. Who am I? Just the girl. Let's go. The air horn. All right. Yeah, you should always have an air horn, especially if we're going to be playing some <laughs> right out the gate. Although we don't even have an air horn. <laughs> it's in the, in the other. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, it's a whole other thing. It's a whole other It's another pink. Yeah, it's another big. You have to have your last Yeah. You should do a whole episode like Charlie's song. Post, post work, he'll put it in there. I'll wear our puffer jacket. Anybody watch this? I did. I caught. I caught a. I, I, I skimmed through it. I caught a brief. <laughs> I caught. A, I caught a like the, a quarter portion. Yeah. Of it. Live. Uh, live. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I caught a live. It was dope, man. Got the rhythm. Man, man, it was dope. But you guys know me. I love that shit. Yeah. So. I caught the replay. It looked oh, like the most efficient one of all. Right. It's like they had it so figured out. Yeah. yeah you know, because you know, I, I made the comment on the last part, and I was like. I'm, I'm a little. I'm, I don't trust that Jamaican Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't trust that Wi-Fi in Jamaica. So you know, when he won, Swiss, Swiss Beat sent it down there though. Yeah. He sent the Wi-Fi. <laughs> sent the router down. He said he sent the Wi-Fi. Verizon. He was like, Listen, no, I need y'all down. Here. He's like, I got y'all. We're gonna point a satellite at Jamaica exactly. on Saturday night. <laughs> it's like, what's the one venue with fiber optic connection? So we're all good. It's a very big disc to Jamaica. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is not the way to start this off, right? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back, Mickey D's podcast, episode 48. 48, you know, question mark. You know the vibes. We are back, um, fresh off Memorial Day. Yeah. Um, fresh off, uh, I think I saw the highest COVID positive testing. So we're, <laughs> we're not surprised why. Jeez. Uh, but, We're gonna um, be canceled till the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Reset. Everyone wants to go back inside, <laughs> right, and right, we'll come yeah. back out. Yeah, but we're being responsible, at least you know, as as much as we can. And you might notice a special guest, special hey, voice yeah. in the house. Hey, what's up? What's up? The one and only DJ Amen. What's good, man? Let's Let's go. Amen's in the building. You just got back in town, right? Yeah, man, I was uh, hiding out in the Jamaica? North Bay for about 10 weeks where there was very low COVID counts. Right. Smart man. Right. Yeah, I, I think as soon as I got word that this was all about to go down, I pretty much packed my shit up. Oh, so you've been gone for a couple months. Yeah, I just got back a couple days ago to uh, check on things here. Mm. There you go. Creating content. Yeah. <laughs> well, good, place go. yeah. good place to start. Good place to start. Right. Good stop number, uh, number one. Yeah, yep. I mean, you guys have been creating content for like, it feels like, the last couple of weeks with all the fundraising, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and um, we are also fresh off of Mickey Ward's birthday, the bigger yeah. holiday, the, the, the Memorial yeah, Day weekend. Mickey Ward's be- uh, birthday get celebration on Twitch. Oh, oh, the applause and shit. Hit yeah. the buttons on this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy is uh, shout out to to Ian uh, Fletcher. He had hit me. He's like, because uh, I sent him the the thing for me doing the live stream or whatever. He's like, man. We were supposed to be at Avenue tonight. Yeah, like, that's right. I haven't even thought of right. a venue or a gig mm-hmm. in months. And right. I was like, damn, that, yeah, it would have been tight. You know, yeah. Tuesday night, industry night, celebrating at midnight. But you know what? Fucking, you made the best of it. Yeah, it I made the best of it. Safe and sound. Yeah, safe and sound. Uh, I was here at the store uh, across from us from, from the Mickey D set. 
basically turned upstairs into like a mini studio. Got the whole green screen set up. Listen, Avenue mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to provide the graphics that you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Production the production value. Production yeah. value. I don't even think they have the screen to do all that. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, they should just, we should just have green screens at every venue. I know it wouldn't look yeah. great inside, but. Yeah. The, the production side of things is kind of fun. Pre-production for sure. Not a lot of sparklers and bottle service girls, but you did okay. I did all right. <laughs> I did all right. For you guys uh-huh. that don't know, Mickey, for the first time, streamed live. This yeah, week, officially. Right? Yeah. Officially. Yeah. Because you, you did, the first one was on IG and then the second one was on Twitch, correct? Right. Yeah. And the green screen had everybody talking like, yo, what the fuck? And I was just like, hey, man. He was quiet for a reason. Yeah. yeah. You see why. He was setting up shop. Exactly. Yeah. Well, shout out to Danger. He helped me like test a couple things early on, mm-hmm. like concepts the, and troubleshooting. Yeah, troubleshooting yeah. and he's the geek squad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just he's the model. He's I was model. just the model. He was being the geek squad in the background. <laughs> I was for sure geek squatting. Uh I've been plotting for a while. Um, and I don't know, like I I shout out to everybody who's been doing streaming. That shit's tough. Keeping yeah, up man. with with the chat, especially on Twitch, is a different experience. Because at least with IG Live, you're like, I don't know, it's you're already used to the the format and yeah, seeing yeah. everything. And I think I was just paranoid because of the um, copyright issues yeah, yeah, on yeah. IG. So like, I thought I was like, oh man, I'm gonna play a record and it's gonna cut me off, and then I got to reset, and I don't know if that's gonna throw me off. And yeah, um, I had talked to 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 both the guys and just kind of said like, yo, am I doing too much? Is this too doing too crazy? But we just you know shot shot my they shot said, absolutely but keep going but keep, keep going, going yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, you think about what happened what was going on a few months ago where DJs were like fuck it let's go live yeah. right. and it was just a very basic setup yeah. so you know there's that too one much guy isn't really shout out too to that one now. DJ that brought out the screen with the you know a thousand people in Zoom in the yeah. background right and, yeah some somebody turned it up they raised the bar. Yeah. Well, so. you see it, then you say, how do you do that? So you do your right. research, and then the last two months, the evolution of this has been really cool. And no, you're not doing too much because right, right. it continues to change, and, and it gets better. It's going to get a lot better from here. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. And I mean, with with a platform like Twitch, too, like they, they house so many gamers, and those yep. dudes are like nuts. Yeah. Next level, you know, like on their shit. So. They're like Japan, and we're like the U.S., for sure so yeah it was just you know fun opportunity um was able to to uh, start in dj khaled's sneaker closet Dude, uh bro. traveled into drake's hallway you know it's <laughs> the only way i was gonna have four foot cause pieces in my background right right um and then uh ended in the delorean Oh yeah, and then the DeLorean, and the Mario the Brothers. End. But the, the I think the the video game scene did like the, had the biggest reaction, Dope. which was uh, behind the scenes the most stressful shit I've ever done in my life, because rendering video is unpredictable, and yeah. I forgot a cable that connected my external hard drive from my laptop. Like I have the USB C because I have the new mm. laptop, but I didn't have the regular USB to plug it into my <laughs> yeah. the desktop that was running everything. And I just had to airdrop it and prayed that the 20 minutes it took to load the damn video and it didn't it fail. And it was like I think I was supposed to start streaming at eleven thirty and it like finished uploading at eleven thirty. It's like the laws yeah. of the DJ god. Something has to go wrong <laughs> before you have to DJ. Yeah. It's nuts. Even but, after the test run. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's always something yeah no for all the time i mean i don't know like 
obviously different things going on, different ideas. I like the DeLorean thing didn't happen until 11 o'clock is when I started building it, like the scene. And so it's, it's, I don't know. It's a good starting point. I'm excited. It was fun. I think that's the most important thing. And I didn't get to put as much time into the music thing, into the music playlist. Yeah. But I think it was just about connecting with the crowd and throwing it up on the mag website. I thought that was, uh, yeah, something I wanted to do differently that was clean. like driving everybody to Twitch, even though it's on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we can still grab people that, you know, I don't know. My mom tuned in and she was just like, you know. Did she see the easy. comments? I don't think so. Okay, that's I good. Not. I hope not. Yo, the comments were crazy. <laughs> they were pretty hilarious. Danger did a great job uh, kind of. Built in, just built. just keeping just keeping it flowing. Yeah, just say a bunch of random shit. Keep it rolling. And I'm such a like new guy onto Twitch that I like didn't realize you could put a moderator and everybody's questioning why Danger's not a moderator. I was like, I should have made Danger a moderator because God yeah. forbid. And, and I told Mike I was gonna just watch this while doing the dishes, and I thought, no, I can't, I can't do yeah. both. This ain't. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I gotta <laughs> like. Be I, I know you know we, he needs everyone's help in this, so we you know we all gotta keep our hands free for this. Yeah, no, everybody did their thing. So. That's dope. Appreciate yeah. you guys, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, man. Happy birthday. That was your present from us. Yeah. <laughs> Moderating. That's all I needed. Unofficial I moderators. Needed, I just needed you guys in the chat. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. friends so, are for. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're, that's what they're here for. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, amen. We got in the building. In um, the flesh. In the flesh. Tis himself. And uh, you, you've been pretty busy. Yeah, man. Uh, I think the last two weeks of my life have probably been the most insane two weeks as far as like how many people I've talked to. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and just trying to figure out how to pull this off. Yeah. Cause, uh, I mean, I guess we should start from the beginning. Yeah. 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 Um, Let the people know some people, yeah. even, you know, I mean, obviously everyone in California knows what's going on, but yeah. I think a lot of people outside of Cali aren't aware. To what's so going on. once the COVID kind of hit and, uh, we pretty much all the DJs pretty much knew it was over. Right. Um, the, entire industry came to a halt and there was no money coming in for the foreseeable future. And we definitely, you know, people like prepare for the worst. So we, we already knew in our heads, like, Oh yeah, this is going to be a while. Like it's, you know, it's going to be over, but I don't think people really had the time and energy because they're worried about their families and all that more important stuff. They didn't really think about how this is going to financially affect them as far as like having your gigs canceled indefinitely yeah. right um so i think there was a couple people across the country that were kind of thinking the same thing that i was thinking um so i kind of just started to prepare some type of plan of action to try and help people out yeah. and uh what was cool about it at that time that i was trying to figure out how we were going to survive this was that all the djs across the world went to Instagram live. They went to Facebook, they went to Twitch and they started playing music. And it was like literally the scariest time of our life. And DJs were like, we got you. And everybody started going live. Right. And it was really cool to see that. Um, But it also kind of created a lot of noise. If you're a DJ, you know what I'm talking about. Right. Once everybody starts going live, you're like, Oh damn, how do I break through this? You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot. So, um, me personally, instead of like jumping for the live thing, I was like, you know, what can I do to have a, a, a bigger impact and really use my platform to help out? 
because right. um, you know that's what we do. We're hustlers. Like we jump in to action as soon as we see the opportunity. And um, I started making some phone calls and trying to figure out uh, kind of a process to bring the community together. And at the same time, I saw DJ MV in New York. Um, put together a relief fund through GoFundMe. Um, And it it was pretty much what I was thinking because uh, the first thought that went through my mind was, why doesn't somebody like Drake, who's made epic millions of dollars, no shade to Drake, but like, uh, why hasn't someone that's made all this money saw this opportunity to go in and rally up for the DJs? Because these are the guys that basically have helped everybody become millionaires. Yeah. Right. And um, I really couldn't understand why somebody that had like in a crazier tax bracket than myself wouldn't try and like make that kind of play. Yeah. Right. Um, so I started calling my friends and, and managers and artists and all that. And I was like, hey, like, you know, this now's the time. Right. DJs don't get shit from artists ever. Yep. Anytime you meet an artist, the first time you meet them, they say, man, if I get popping, I'm going to look out for you. Like, <laughs> right. don't even trip. Every artist yeah. has said that at some point in their life. And I think a lot of artists to a DJ think, homie. I think a lot of artists think, well, I, I took that picture with you. So yeah, like, you, so, got, you, you posted that picture. So, you know, you got right. some so there's, there's always kind of been that. But at the end of the day, like very, very few, I won't say none, but very few have kind of like went back and done actually what they said they were going to do. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of artists that have their own DJ and they obviously take care of their DJ. Right. Um, but it's, it's never quite this, you know, a balanced situation. So uh, I started making phone calls and I started just reaching out to people and say, Hey, like these guys are screwed. Like I know, I know DJs. I'm talking to DJs that are having issues because they have a one-year-old child that they don't know how they're going to feed because they're a full-time DJ. Right. These guys were doing 20 gigs a month, and now they have none. And it's not like they can run out and just go get a regular job during the COVID yeah. shit. Right. You know what I mean? So um, after uh, kind of getting it all situated, Envy launched his thing. There was a couple other DJs that started launching their things. Um, I started calling everybody and seeing what the best way was. And, uh, the GoFundMe really seemed very easy to deal with for the average person to make a donation and really see what was going on. Right. So I got with GoFundMe, um, and just launched it. And I used the Young California platform to really kind of like get the word out. And I called upon like my, like real close homies, like, Hey, like, this is what I'm about to do. This is how it's going to rock. Like, I need you guys to jump in. And a lot of them have faith in me because we've done so many cool things in the past. Right. That, you know, I'm blessed that they were like, we got you. You know what I mean? So um, we launched it about two and a half weeks ago. Uh, I think it was like a Monday at 4 p.m. I had already been like kind of plotting everything for probably like a month before it went live. Yeah. But once I got some confirmations from some big homies... It was like, okay, we're going to do this. Right. And I was, wow. and, and I was like, I don't know if this is going to work because there's people all over the world that think I'm going to put up a GoFundMe and no one ever donates anything to it. Well, right. who, who were, if you don't mind me asking, who were the first handful of artists to kick it off to really like well, that you first, blasted? The first person that I got and I talked to and I like, it really made me think that like we were, I was really going to push the button on it was g Easy. I talked okay. to him and his management 
And um, I basically said, this is what's happening. And they were like, we got you. Yeah. No, yeah. no questions asked. We got you. And it was like, as soon as he told me that, or his camp told me that, um, and I was able to kind of like get everything, okay, this is how I'm going to play. We're going to basically execute it. Um, as soon as they told me, I was like, yeah, it's a go. Like we're, we're running this. And, um, you know, for people that don't know outside of California, Young California as a platform has basically helped develop the last decade of West Coast artists yeah. right. uh, through, you know, just exposing them through a network of DJs and influencers and all that stuff. Right. But uh, because we have those relationships, I literally called everybody. I yeah. was like, look, this is what's going on. And people I didn't even think would tap in, tapped in. Gotcha. And once it kind of went live and once G, the first night at like 11 p.m., G came in and dropped $10,000. Mm. Now was that, and it was like, it once that happened, yeah, it was like, let's go. So let me ask you this: with with G and his camp, you had it yeah. lined up pre-launch. Yeah, I basically had been working on this for a month before. Okay, trying to troubleshoot and figure out, like you know, there's like IRS right. stuff involved. Yeah, of course. There's all types of. So then, my question is, um, from the point you launched to eleven o'clock at night, yeah, it was. Was it like... It was crazy. I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) Like, what am I... Like, is this going to work? What am I doing? Right. I know my heart's in a good place. Yeah. Like, I know that we're doing this for the right reasons. Right. Like, I hope that other people understand. Because it's hard. As a DJ, everyone's always kind of like trying to glorify, I'm the cool guy. Like, I my life is dope. And it's like, no, in actuality, it's not. (laughs) Like, the rapper's life is dope. Right. But most DJs aren't making that much money. Mm, right. There's a lot of producers that do festivals that make a lot of money. Yeah. But that's a very, very small percentage yeah. right. to the amount of people that actually own DJ equipment. Right. And so, and then was the amount like something you already knew? Pre- I didn't know how much money he was going to put in. Okay. Yeah. So when that know. happened, it was like, yeah. okay. Because like- originally, I almost thought that I was going to do this and take care of the young California DJs. Originally, I was like, I'm going to be able to look out for the crew. And as long as I could do that, at least I did something for my people that have been around me. Right. You know what I mean? Through the mud. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, from the outside looking in, the guys could put in their perspective. But at first, I was like, damn, that's dope that he's doing that for young California. Yeah. Never did I think, like. Originally, I was like, if I only made, I didn't, I wanted to do it for everybody. But I was like, if I only make this much money, at least I can look out for the people around me. So originally, you started off originally for 25K or 50 Yeah. Originally, I was like, if I could get 25K, I could take care of, like, the homies that are going through it right now. Yeah. Right. And then, obviously, as it went, I was like, okay, now I can help 100 people. Right. Okay, yeah. now I can help 200 people. Right. And that's that was like the beauty of the whole thing. And uh, I remember, um, I think it was like the second day, Mustard came in and dropped another 10,000. Right. Wow. And I literally almost like started crying because wow. like my mom called me and was like, this is going to be big. Like you're doing something like for people that really need it. Yeah. And once that hit, I was like on a mission. I was like, and that I'm was calling a everybody. Or like pre-discussed. That just happened? No, that just happened. Damn. Wow. And the That's crazy sick. thing with that was, is um, I was on the phone with Dre Sinatra. Yeah. And once the G thing happened, everyone was like, oh shit, amen. Here goes amen again. Like yeah. here comes yeah. another rabbit out the hat. Right. So Dre called me and once the G thing went through and the next morning we woke up, there was like money in this GoFundMe. Dre was like, let's go. Right. And he's like, I'm I'm getting on the phone right now. Yeah. And so uh he called Mustard 
Because oh, we were coming up with names, like, who could we call? And these are all our homies. These are all our family. Right, right, right. So he was like, I'm going to call Mustard right now. And Mustard literally in that moment, he must have just literally reached in, grabbed his credit card, and did it. Because there was like, it was just like, boom. Heartbeat. He wow. dropped, in a heartbeat, he dropped another 10K. That's crazy. And Dre, Dre Sinatra called me, and he's like, yeah, what? Yeah, what? He's like, he's like, you know, he was super excited, too, because we were like, yeah. We were like, damn, this is really going to be something. Right. And then it was like, um, you know, everybody just jumped in on it. And I think in like, it was maybe like a couple of days, we were at $55,000. Right. Wow. And it, it, yeah, it was, I think it was like less than 48 hours. We were at 55 grand. Crazy. And at that point, we already knew we were helping more people yeah. than us. Yep. So it was like, let's go. Let's see how many people we can help. See, the evolution is dope because for a second, I was like, man, you're in California about to be rich. No, because I already knew going through the stuff with GoFundMe and right. with the IRS and all that stuff. Um, you know, they only let you do a certain amount of money per person before it becomes taxable. Right. So I already knew that we weren't taking any of this money. Right. Like we were going to do a one-time gift. Right. Um, whatever the max was, that is not that much money, but we were going to do that for as many people as possible. That's dope. So we already knew going into it that that was the case. I just didn't think anyone was going to drop $10,000. Right. So we weren't really like planning for that. So now you're stuck with all this money. I don't know what to do with it. You know what I'm stuck Put with is a bunch of DMs from DJs that want all this money. I'm trying to get that GoFundMe. Yes, yeah, so it, it, was, it was interesting because as we were going, um, you know, everything was by design, but everyone was, it was kind of like a spectator sport. Like everyone was like, what are these young California guys up to? Like, we see all these dollar signs, but like what's happening. And then the first check cleared from GoFundMe. Oh shoot. And then we started, I shot a hundred DJs in 24 hours money in California. And it was like, it went from a spectator sport to like cheerleading. Like it was just like, Oh my God, thank you. Yeah. And you know, I can't say anybody's names or anything because it's like, Obviously, we want to keep it confidential because I don't want to talk about people's struggles. But, uh, you know, as soon as those started hitting, bro, like I had DJs sending me videos of them crying, saying thank you. And it's Mm -hmm. like, it's all people we know, like from the from the people that are opening up at nightclubs in Hollywood to like the OGest of OG DJs out here that you that you respect to a T. Right. Um, Like, you know, we we just started helping, helping, helping because. Um, I basically pre everyone asks, how do you pick the person? How do you qualify? You know, whatever. Well, I already set up a list going into this, not even knowing that I was going to hit that many people. I already had a list of like 200 DJs Wow! because I knew that that was going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I went through and picked up the list and then I basically just started going down the list, calling every single person. Hey, do you need money? If you do, I got you right now. Mm. If you don't, I'm going to pass it to somebody that does. Did so, anybody pass? Did anyone pass? You know, interesting enough, all the biggest DJs, uh, n- not even just in LA, but the biggest DJs all passed. And they told me, I actually know somebody that needs help. Can Let's you go. send my money to this person? Yeah. So the, it like, there's no, there was no weirdo shit. Like the whole thing. Because this, this is really a crazy time. Right. Like this is a real crazy time and people know we are all in a bad place. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no like, you know, there's none of that weirdo shit happening. Yeah. Right. So if it's people know like if I have a job, I'm good. 
if I don't have a job, there's literally a quarter of the population unemployed right now or whatever yeah, the right. statistic is. So what's the cap? What do you, what's your goal now? Right now we're at a goal of $150,000. It's been about two weeks and uh, we're going to cap it soon because oh. we're not just trying to take people's money to give it to people that are not like professional sure. DJs or whatever. Sure. Right, right, right. Are, um, you, are you guys only having artists donate or who, who else? Is no, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people donating. Have there's, DJs donated to it as well? Uh, yeah, there's a couple of people that have donated, but I mean, the biggest donations come from celebrity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, um, you know, I really went to the artists and said like, this is the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know. You felt like you pressed them? And now is the time. You know, yeah. now is the time for you to kind of like step up and hear our call. Well, I, I mean? can't imagine DJs are throwing it in their face pre-COVID saying, hey, I helped you come up. Like, you know, DJs are just like, yo, you're doing your thing. Keep killing it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I don't think DJs were bugging these guys. Nah. What about me? You said, you said this. You said, you said you looked yeah, out that's Yeah, that's always, you know, yeah. we've always... As a DJ, you kind of always just keep it moving. And that's part yeah. of your thing is you help people. Yeah. Like you break music. You play people's music. Um, you don't really benefit from it for the most part. Um, but, you know, that's that's their thing and you have your thing. And most DJs have pride. So they're not really going to sit, you know, sit there and bug people like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a tight community between artists, DJs, producers, you know, people that work at nightclubs or venues. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a pretty tight community. So, um, yeah, I think that might be not hard for a lot of people to wrap their heads around, but because we're in Los Angeles, yeah, where it is pretty tight out here. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you, you know, if we saw OT Genesis, a club like oh, OT's here, cool. Yeah. But I imagine in some of the middle states or states where it's, where they don't have celebs, like every year, might, not bumming into people every they day. They might freak out. So, you know, if you really think about, it's really cool that there is that tight niche between the artists and yeah. DJs. Same in New York, and I imagine Miami. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just stepping back. So spoiled out here in LA. Yeah, no, LA. Stepping back and looking, it's pretty cool. It's it's definitely crazy that LA. There's something happening every day, all the time. You yeah. know, and yeah. you definitely take it for granted. But if you you know, a lot of people come from outside of LA to come out here for work. Yeah, it's you know, even myself. Like the Bay, we're, we're kind of spoiled more with like the tech stuff. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, coming out here, it's like that's that's kind of why we came out here because there's so much going on. There's so much activity right. in the profession that we're in. Right. So, um, yeah, it's crazy. And we have great relationships out here. And this is definitely, you know, this campaign has shown that. Yeah. It's shown that like, yo, you, re you actually do know a lot of people that can help. And right. if you just make a phone call and explain what's happening, like you can make a world of difference. I mean, think about it. 200, 250 DJs are about to get tax-free money, yeah. you know, to help them with whatever they need help with. Right. Um, and that's just from the relationships and making phone calls. Right. And you guys were able to give money to DJs outside of Cali's as well too, right? We haven't. We oh, haven't, haven't yet. We've, I've made sure that it was for local DJs. Okay. Um, that was like a big part of it. I know I kind of I was worried because I had a couple phone calls that like um 
some people had told some really big artists about what we were doing. And I was kind of worried that someone would come in and drop like a hundred K on me or something mm. like that. And in that sense, I would, I would have restructured to help up more people. Obviously. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, Young America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but, um, but for what we were doing, I really wanted to make sure that we were taking care of like our communities. Absolutely. And, um, you know, uh, Charlie B did his for all the Canadian DJs. Shout out to him. Envy did it for a lot of the big DJs across the country. Eminem and Shade Forty Five did it for all the Detroit DJs. Very nice. Uh, yeah, there, there's like a there's there's a lot of movements, and I've actually had a lot of phone calls with other DJs in different cities that want to do the same thing. They don't probably have the celebrity level that we do, right. um, but you know they also have less DJs, so it takes less money to make the impact. Yeah. Right. So, um, can you imagine if Pitbull did it for all the globalization DJs? <laughs> that's, that's a lot of mouths to feed. He got the coin for that. <laughs> he does. No, he does. Phenom does too. Come on, Phenom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just put Edwin on blast. <laughs> Come on, Phenom. <laughs> take it out your nah, but take it, it out of the DJ City money. It's it's resource. It's, it's, it's been crazy talking. Like you know, I've been on the phone nonstop with uh, you know trying to get donations for the DJs. Right. I've been talking to the DJs themselves. Uh, uh, I've had to, um, you know, deal with a lot of, uh, you know, GoFundMe and Cash App and IRS and, right. you know, et cetera, et cetera, to make sure that everything is done how it's supposed to be done. Right. Is ten, was 10 the max or did someone be a jerk and they put 10 in one and it's like play my record more than the other guy? No, no, no. Definitely can't. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit noir? I could yeah. see that. Yeah, I mean, a bit more. Listen, uh, Let me give you 10.5. With the job that I do for a living, right. I had to make sure Kept the- that everything was very, you know... <laughs> By the book. 2020 payola. (laughs) We're definitely not getting involved in any of that. None of that. (laughs) Yeah. Full disclosure. Yeah. Not here. But on their side too, right? Like, I mean, I don't don't think it's uh, something that anyone's hiding, but like, it's also a really good write-off for them, isn't it? As a donation. And I'm not trying to paint that picture. For the artists, and that's why like they would do it. Something I think from that it they well. they probably could find better write offs if they really wanted to. No, for but, sure. But I think that what this was is more of like for your community. Like this, like the DJs are your brothers and sisters. If yeah. you're a rapper, the DJs are your homies. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they know that. And so yeah, when like if if rap music shut down tomorrow, if there was no streaming or nothing, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we would probably look out for them if we could. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I mean, they just deep down know, damn, the people that helped me get to where I am are screwed. Right. You know what I mean? And this is is the least I could do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm not trying to pay that picture for for anyone. I think what they've done is... (laughs) Amazing. Honestly, it's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. And if there's an opportunity, just in financial sense... To help someone, like, yeah. and impact them directly in such a yeah. great way, and then obviously there's other ways to that that stuff makes sense for them. Like, yeah, it's kind of no you know no brainer when you're that successful. No, for sure, and that's why my original thought was like, why is somebody not at like the highest caliber? Why have they not thought of this? Because it seems like such an easy play. Like, right. Yeah. Why? Like, why wouldn't you just blanket the country one time? To, to some degree, like, it's understandable. Why they wouldn't? Because I bet a lot of people are so concerned about their own house or what they like. It's an easy situation to hit the panic button. Like, shit, what do I do for income? No matter 
how wealthy you are or whatever. It's like, it's, it's understandable if you just, if you're just worried about yourself, but a lot of these guys, they don't, they're fine. So why yeah. wouldn't you? I just think that once you're past like a hundred million or something like that. Easy. Uh, my big 150,000 is not, you know, right. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like for how many people were actually helping and that, you know, that's just part of it. It's just like, Hey man, whatever you could do, it's all good. We're not asking for much. We just collectively want the community to come together. Do you, do you think if Jeezy would have dropped 20K, everyone else would have followed with 20K? <laughs> would have matched uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what everybody's financial situations are. Yeah. Like, right. I don't know. He definitely set the bar high. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, God bless him for that. Because right. uh, a lot of people followed at that number or whatever the case is. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, we're not even really tripping off of like how much people really donate. Mm-hmm. It's more so of like, we just appreciate people tapping in. Yeah. yeah. Like taking action. When, Cause when you go to my Instagram and see the flyers dropping like every day and you're like, damn Roddy rich, like right. damn YG, you know, damn tight all the sign right. E 40. Yeah. And then you see marshmallow drop 15,000. Like, you know, oh, so somebody did drop more than 10. Yeah. Marshmallow came in with the flex. I mean, mm. easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's probably how much the helmet runs <laughs> yeah but yeah but the uh you know which is rider is it, it's, just, <laughs> it's just cool to see that everybody like you know come in and and just kind of like it's a nod to the dj yeah you know that's what i mean and then the fact that we're able to really call everybody and really send them money like they got their money immediately right. is like amazing you know what yeah, I mean? man. so you named a couple of them who are i mean who were the kind of like the big players it was roddy marshmallow mustard i mean just Jeezy. in the just in the first like couple days it was like g easy mustard Khaled, marshmallow um it's just it just kept Ty jumped in there yeah ty and kaylani kind of just they just did theirs this week um okay. but there's oh, yeah, also beginning yeah, yeah gotcha. but there's there's a bunch of eric bellinger yeah mozzie carnage yeah, Carnage. I'm looking at your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, run. Yeah, run through them. Hey, run, run, listen, run through them. Give him some credit, I know, man. Uh, I know you, trading cards. I know Give him some credit for. The- <laughs> I know you guys probably hear this enough, but man, for real, like what you guys are doing is amazing. And yeah. and like you said, why didn't the artist think about doing this? And for a DJ to do it, because we're such we're in such a competitive industry. Yeah. And you know, yeah, we're a community, but we're still fighting for the same job. You yeah. know, for the most part. But for a DJ to be like, yo, I need. I'm going through the same experience that you're going mm-hmm. through. Like all my gigs got canceled as well, but yeah. I want to do something to help the rest of the DJ community out. Yeah, yeah. Man, it says a lot. You know what I'm saying? And that's dope. And I know you got, like I said, you, you said it yourself. You guys got DJs call, you know, sending yeah, no, videos it, and crying. It's been amazing, man. And it, this is by far going to go down as the biggest thing I've done. And I literally, you know, just got back from Miami DJing with, for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I literally, you know, like all the cool things that I've done in my career. Yeah. This is by far going to go down as the coolest thing I've done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but what if the yeah. Niners had won? I'm just, that's what <laughs> yeah. That, that, that would have been big. That would have been big. But I personally wasn't on the field. Okay. All right. All right. True. <laughs> true. true. I would have had a ring. I would have had a ring. <laughs> so you would have got a ring. I would have had a ring. But I wasn't personally on the field. So. Yeah, All right, nah. So what's the next step? Um, you know, I think we're just trying to close it out strong. We're just trying to, uh, you know, get all the money cleared and get it out to the DJs so they can get immediate relief. And that'll probably be happening in the next couple of days. Dope. So, I mean, that's that's really it, man. 
I, I you know, I wish I could repay everybody that's helped out um, in some form or fashion. <clears throat> Uh, but I think the DJs, you know, they've all been watching this whole thing happen yeah. and they've been super grateful. Like I've seen DJs from the Bay, LA, Fresno, San Diego, Sacramento. I've seen everybody like reaching out to those artists saying like, thank you. That's dope. Like we appreciate you. You know what I mean? Right. Let me um shout out the rest just so they yeah, yeah, get yeah, their credit sure. on this. I, didn't, I wasn't looking at my phone. So sorry if I missed. No, that's all right. Um, DJ Drama, Mozzie, um, Yogati. Eric Bellinger, Future. Yeah. And you future. mentioned Kehlani. Yeah. Yeah. And the rest you already named. So, yeah. Shout out to all those artists. Yeah. Shout out to them. And, sure. and, and there's a couple of people that like non celebrity cats that came in and dropped some money too. So, yeah. if you go to GoFundMe.com slash DJ Relief Fund, you'll be able to see like all the donations and all the updates and basically uh, a, probably a better explanation of like how the whole thing works. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure these artists are going to hit you in line though when it's time for them to release some music. Well, <laughs> hey, just make dope shit. We ain't and got no problems. Listen, listen here. In the in the job that I'm in, that happens every day, anyways. <laughs> so, so, but we gonna need a list. Yeah, and, listen and, here, man. And they're gonna they should have everybody's numbers and you know. Hey, drop this new record. All of, all those DJs you helped out, I need all their information right now. I'm sending the tracks. <laughs> That's what. That's definitely. That, you know, it's crazy because you would think that that was the. You would think that that's the obvious, right? Not a single artist or donor, whoever they were, not a single person asked for anything in return. Mm. They and they, you know, they were very verbal about like, I understand the problem and I want to help out. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Like I get it, and I think a lot of these dudes know, like a OT Genesis, for example, or you know YG or. Mm you know, Ty, they know that when they go to the club, they're going to see their homie. Right. They're going to see, like, you guys. Yeah. Trace, not for me. They're going to see us at the club, and they're going to say, what's up? They hang out with us. These are our guys. Right. So it's like their friends are in trouble. You know what I mean? And they're yeah. just trying to help out. That's what's up. A funny story, though, I'll give you guys. I haven't really told this story. Is uh, this is a good one? Mickey D's drop. Mickey D's drop. <laughs> exclusive. Yeah, this is the Mickey D's. Mickey D's exclusive. This is the Mickey D's exclusive. So, while I was going through this and getting the money and figuring out how to basically cash app all the DJs all this money, Cash App has a limit of seventy five hundred dollars a week that you can send. What? Oh, wow. And Cash App is like the hood version of anything <laughs> brought right, to you right, by right. Square. Um, to where they don't have customer right. service at all. Right. Like there's no phone number or email you can reach Fans out only to. only customer service. It's like, yeah, it's like you <laughs> go into the app. on the line. You go into the app and there's basically troubleshooting in the app right. because they've simplified this app so much that it's like if anything's wrong, it's very clear, right. you know, whatever the case may be. So I'm trying to like get a hold of somebody because I'm like, okay, uh, I have 50 a hundred, hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Like I gotta send this money now. Right. Like these people need help right now. Right. So I'm sitting there trying to figure out how to get a hold of somebody at Cash App, and there's literally no way to do it. I'm like looking at LinkedIn. I'm look. I'm like doing everything that I can. Right. So I find this story online. It's basically a blog that was written about how Cash App tapped into uh, urban music to kind of like penetrate that culture to use the app. And um, the first person or one of the first people they actually had endorse it was Lil B the Bass God. Wow. (laughs) 
So I called oh, that, Little that B. You called Little <laughs> B. And I, because we're homies from like, you know, the Bay or whatever back in the day. I hit Little B and I said, yo, I'm not asking you for anything. I just need to know if you still have homies that work a cash app. And he's like, hell yeah, man, I got you. And he put me in line with one of the first employees wow. like wow. at, you know, Sheesh. Square slash Cash App. And within 24 hours, my limit was taken off. And wow. I, they were like, you can send unlimited money. Wow. Damn. And, oh, I, and Lil B, the base god. So all, the, again. so all the DJs in California he that receive money. I need all you guys to go <laughs> on your Twitter and Instagram and hit, and hit them with the thank you, Bass God. We're going to hear Bass God mixes everywhere right yeah, now. But, but, but it, it's crazy because going through this whole process, I thought that was like the funniest thing thing about like because i've been stressing about this thing for like over a month i've been going through everything jumping over every hurdle right. going through every hoop and at the end of the day like little be the base god like saves the day. yeah i was gonna ask, i was gonna ask why cash app over venmo um i think because i i mean just the people that i've talked to that have done stuff like this mm-hmm. just keeping the record you know what i mean mm-hmm. and being able to um just be uh, you know, consolidate everything and make it easy and fast and immediate. Like okay. you can get the money immediately. Um, I think that, you know, other people have done this and they just said Cash App worked better. Gotcha. Right. So gotcha. I just, you know, I was like, hey, if everybody's already done this, like I kind of, I'm this is like a one man army situation when I was gotcha. putting it together. Right. I was like, I'm going to run it this way. But I didn't know that there was that limit. Mm. So as soon as I hit that limit on the first day, it was like, why am I doing Cash App instead of, PayPal or Venmo, or, you yeah. know, whatever the case was. PayPal's a but, <laughs> whole other story. Whole yeah. Other, whole but, other podcast. Yeah. You're like, no disses to anybody. Right, right, but yeah, it yeah, was yeah. just through recommendation, I went with Cash App. Right. And because everyone told me, oh, it's the easiest way to do this. Right. And then, but yeah, but once I hit that limit, I was like, oh, this is a nightmare. If I have to wait a week and do 7500 a week, you going to be doing like this, this. Yeah, I'm going to be doing this, this until the, the, <laughs> the clubs are open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh it all worked out and um shout out to Lil B. Man. Yeah, right. Wow. Real yeah. hero. Yeah, yeah, bro. It's crazy. Well, hopefully uh all we'll we'll be back outside uh in clubs. Yeah, I mean I just I was just point. reading something today and it's it's not feeling great, huh? Yeah, I mean they're they're already like past August with it. So, I mean, Jeez. who knows how much, you know, with all, with all your friends outside partying. <laughs> I mean, if you're in Arizona, you're doing all right, I guess. Yeah, man, so, listen. Might have a hard reset around the corner. Yeah, yeah. man. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I just hope everybody's safe. And, you know, I hope every DJ makes it through this somehow, some way, whether they get a new hobby or whatever the case is. I definitely think DJing um, will never be the same. Yeah. I think that it's going to evolve light years faster than it was right um but i'm really excited with the technology just like you're, you know you're dj in front of a green screen mm-hmm. um i hope with the technology we do catch up to japan and <laughs> and i hope that you know we really figure out ways to create income and you know do what we did provide great times for people yeah yeah no i mean and that's one of those things and we we come on this pod all the time to like preach that you got to have more than one lane for sure. Know? The and I, you definitely know that by yeah, the way yeah. you've been able to create um, multiple. Just you know, yeah, man. You, I think DJing. I mean, I've been doing it for twenty years, so like I, I knew a long time ago that 
okay, this is cool and I can make this much money off it, but you have to use DJing as like the door opener. Like right. that's your foundation, yeah. but you have to look for other opportunities that are, um, you know, close to it in the same space and culture yeah. and really maximize on those opportunities or else, you know, it's not, it, I mean, it's really like going to the NBA, right? Like how many people actually go to the NBA? And right. it's, it's like that for DJing. Right. There's in less, there's a, a, probably a smaller number of DJs that make that much money. You know yeah. what I mean? Than in some of these leagues. Right. Yeah. Right. So you have to really diversify and look for different revenue streams and, I've always been on the hype of like, oh, clothes, I could do that. Like, oh, you know, whatever, I could do that. And I've always tried to come up with like the coolest ways to do that stuff that is true to me and my brand. Right. You know, the thing I mean? with DJs is a lot of them just want to DJ. And yeah. we we preach up and down on this podcast that you, you do more than that. You have yeah. the opportunity to grow out of not out of DJing like it like it's something you don't like doing. Yeah. But you have the opportunity to grow and do more for sure. and still DJ if you choose to when you're older. Yeah. But I think a lot of DJs just want to DJ, but now you're in a position where a couple months from now, are you still going to have that same energy? Or are you going to be looking for yeah. 95? I mean, you guys, you, you probably know, just like I know, when I started DJing, everybody told me it wasn't going to work out. Like yeah, every course. single oh, person yeah. was like... Ha ha ha. I think he told me. Don't follow in my footsteps. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those things that, that that's probably what fueled like the passion. That's probably what fueled the fire. Um, but you knew going through all that coming up that this was not going to be an easy journey. No, yeah. um, not at all. So you had to think of different ways to, you know, stand out in the crowd and pay your bills. Yep. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens moving forward. And I do think the strong will survive. And I think those that are willing to evolve are really going to capitalize off of this moment. Yeah. I think the people that want are just going to be mad that they can't DJ in a nightclub. Those people will probably be looking for other jobs pretty soon. Yeah, unfortunately. But yeah, but fortunately, <laughs> some of these cities are open and some of our friends started DJing yeah, yeah. already. Um, I talked to Cutswell. Um, who's resident, Ride House, El Jefe on Scottsdale, and mm-hmm. MGM, who's a resident at Hi-Fi and Tucson and a few other spots, yeah. or Funky Monk. And um, and I asked them how have they, like, have, I was actually curious to know, all their venues have been packed, well, packed to what's right. so available, the, the new what's allowed. Yeah. Um, but I asked them what they were playing because I've been keeping up with new stuff for the globalization mixes right. that I do weekly but in some of this stuff you don't have a place to test it right and especially with hip hop you might hear a hip hop track and say no that won't work and it's one of the biggest songs in the right. club you know you just never know with with mm-hmm. hip hop um so I asked them are you playing new music or is it a lot of recurring yeah. or just stuff before covid because mm-hmm. people probably don't know what to do with the newer stuff yeah cuz it's been a couple months yeah and um Cutswell said that he played, he's been, his spot focuses more on hip hop, um, but not like digging deep in the crates, hip yeah. hop. So, but yeah, he said he's been able to play a lot of the uh, the newer stuff. And, um, and I asked MGM as well. And he said his venues don't want him to go too deep into hip hop. So, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of uh, house music and up tempo, fun up tempo stuff yeah. that he's been able to. 
It's going to be interesting to see like what happens because obviously it's my job to keep up with the music. I mean, um, I literally go through data and stuff every single day and look at streaming numbers, sales, um, Shazams. uh, And it's, it's interesting to see what's going to happen when this is done because right now we're getting a lot of, as far as hip hop goes, like kind of like the hottest new records are a lot of those like rap caviar esque records of future young thug, Travis Scott, um, Gunna, Gunna. little baby. It's kind, yep. it's kind of like that. And those records might not be good for a more open format situation. For sure. Right. For sure. Um, it's, it's really good for like, you know, some real trapped out ass clubs or people that are really hip to music and streaming. Right. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when the lights come back on and kind of where the music is at. Um, I still think people are going to be playing like Tussie Slide and all that yeah, as soon as they get back sure. in. But um, <laughs> rock stars. I'm hoping to be locked up. Right. Rock stars, right? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm sure this stuff with You know, tempo, people are trying to do it out in the clubs. I've been sorry, waiting Drizzy. to do this song. Sorry, Jersey. I've been practicing my TikTok so hard in this quarantine. <laughs> it's a new cha-cha slide. <laughs> yeah, one, one thing uh, interesting that MGM mentioned to me was he realized, and, and again, he does more top 40, whereas hip hop, you're, you're playing more for the tables. Right. But um, at his venues in Tucson, he said, I, I play sing-alongs because people can't go anywhere but stay at their table right. with, amongst their five or six friends. It's crazy. So I give them the sing-alongs to sing along to and be in that moment yeah. as opposed to playing just something that they know, but they don't really know the words to. Yeah. So that, that could be like a, a little cor- a Corona hack for the DJs that... Yeah. Are gonna start DJing it's, soon. It's it definitely corona gonna be hack. Corona hack. Yeah. <laughs> I I've, I actually thought about it the other day. I was like, "What am I gonna play when I go back sure. into a club? Yeah. Like, what's my set gonna be? Because it's not gonna be what it was when I, this started. Right? Yeah. Like whatever that last night I DJed. I remember it was in San Diego. It was like sidebar on a Sunday night. Like whatever I played that night. Like that's not gonna work when this is over. Like yeah. it, it's it's gonna have to be. And of all set, and I'm gonna have to go in there and and really, you know, pull some rabbits out of the hat. Like, well, well, before I talk to Cutswell, I asked myself, shit, what would I play? Like, I don't know if there's enough new new solid music to like play in the, the clubs. Yeah, and and so I asked him, and I asked, have you been playing new music? And he said, yeah, a lot of new music. And I said, well, I guess I just have to sit in front of my laptop and sort through it yeah. to say, okay, this might work or that, that might yeah, work. Yeah, those first gigs back for a lot of people as it's far as like hitting the new songs. It's going to be trial and error. Yeah, yeah we're going to figure it out. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to figure it out real fast. Yeah. You're going to be in and out of those records like, Team's is going to start out with, don't rush. <laughs> yeah, man. All TikTok songs. And, and that's, that's another crazy thing that's happened during the quarantine is the TikTok effect. So uh, we've been seeing data that these records will get massively huge uh megan savage the don't rush record tyga board in the house like there's these records that are literally made for a tiktok moment right they get really big really fast and, and then they die really fast, die fast mm-hmm. yeah. and it's kind of like the uh, old town road type of situation that kind of led the way for that mm. was that um you know they're massive hits i think uh drake in my feelings was like that too that that was really a record that got so big so fast yeah. that it burned out just as fast. Wow. So yeah. like we're seeing that happen more and more and more. You have these like ultra viral hits right. that, you know, on Friday, everybody's doing the dance. Yeah. But two Fridays later, there's a new dance. So 
it's going to be interesting to kind of see how that happens. Because if yeah. you go into the club and you play Don't Rush three months from now, people are going to look camera. at yeah, people are going to look at you and be like, "You didn't change an outfit." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens because there's actual data that shows people's interest in these records, right? And it shows that they will shoot up the charts all the way to the top, and then they will fall right down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, we don't even know when we're DJing again. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't even right now. You couldn't you can't even, even put it set together. Yeah. And if you look at the live streams, the twitches, and every everything everyone's doing, they're playing a lot of like old records, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of obscure album cuts. Like they're really digging um, and creating, you know, different vibes or you know whatever the situation is. Um, I was asking the fellas, uh, I was asking, speaking on now, I was yeah. asking the fellas that a couple of podcasts ago, do you think that... That's going to translate after? Yeah. Do you yeah. think that venues, club uh, bookers, owners, or whatever, are going to be open to having that sort of I think programming? We, we saw the theme party thing happen with like the Drakes versus yeah. Kanye's. Like we saw those happen like a couple years back. And um, yeah, I mean, it, that might be a thing now because there's DJs here in Los Angeles that we're just, you know, uh, in with the rest of the crowd. And mm. then they broke out once they started streaming. And, you know, they've, they've been playing obscure and old records. Yeah. And so those people are going to come out of this with a bigger following. And so what are they going to do when they're at lock and key or something like right. that? Yeah. Somewhere that can sustain something very niche. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, Do you have a selection of tracks that you would recommend? To any DJs, as like, far as anything like that's like, like anything that's caught your eye that's been coming out. In Anyone the last who's few donated ten k or more? And- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah. Is there a new Carnage coming out that you want to promote or nah. Rich? <laughs> I, that's the thing is, you know what I mean. I, I don't. I think we're still a while out from this. So whatever I say right now, by the time we Could go into know. the clubs, it's yeah. whatever. I mean, like what I'm listening to, you know. Just whatever comes out every week, it's my job to Thursday night at 9 p.m. to listen to everything that's released. So I try to kind of like filter through all that and go, oh, I, I like this record a lot. You know, I like this record a lot. And, you know, if you listen to Real 923, plug. Nice. <laughs> if, there it is. if you listen and the new music that we pick, you know, like a lot of that kind of comes out there in the mix show. So, you know. So that's your homework on display. Yeah, it's just kind of like when you listen to the radio and you hear a song for the first time on the radio, like that's pretty much, you know, what we're trying to do. We're trying to give you, create that moment for you. Um, but yeah, I, with the internet and streaming and everything, and now that we have real-time data on everything, you could literally find out what's getting played in Burbank right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no more secrets in music. Yeah. There's no more exclusives. There's no more, you know, like the world premiere stuff. Right. Like a lot of it is artist direct now. Like right. you go to the artist Instagram as soon as they put it out. Right. There's some type of link to listen to it. Right. You know that that brings up something in my head that I've read, or this wasn't on the notes to go over. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of blindsiding you guys, but I read something that Dr. Dre said that the social media is taking away the mystique of the artist. Yeah. And and it's just a whole different landscape, and and it hurts the artist. What are your thoughts on that? Because artists right now, 
every day on so letting you know everywhere they are. And Dre's yeah, like, I, I don't want you knowing everywhere I am. Everyone's on the hamster wheel right now. Everyone is trying to figure out a way to get your attention. Except for Kendrick. <laughs> everyone is, every, <laughs> everyone is, well, when Kendrick's album comes out, they'll figure out a way too. Sure. But um, everyone is trying to figure out how to get your attention. Everyone's attention span is so small. Um, they're, they're doing their best to just bombard you with stuff. I mean, like, you know, shout out to big brother Khaled. Like you go to his Instagram right now and I'll bet you he's already posted like a hundred things today. Um, And for some people it really works. Like for him, he's, he's doing really well. Yeah. Like the guy has his own Jordans. You know what I mean? Like this, it's working out. Um, But yeah, as far as the mystique of it, you definitely miss that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't need to know everything and I, I don't need to know the drama and you know all the personal stuff uh and i I do wish that we would kind of like step back from that right and really just uh take the art for what it is and consume it and celebrate it without all the distractions yeah um and i think you know to dr dre's credit i mean this guy's the goat like Right. He he's sitting there watching the circus being like, Man, this is sad. Right. Yeah. Uh and you know, I I do wish we could go back to that, but you know, the industry, the money, the machine, they want numbers, 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 numbers. Right. And th- that's why it is how it is, because they figured out that you can create that. I think that also comes from like also like we have our bias, like being from LA, right? So like you see everybody, you yeah. like and by seeing them on social media, yeah, you've probably followed somebody and felt like you already know them, even yeah. though you might have never met them. For sure. And I can only imagine that if you, I don't know, if you if you saw Michael Jordan yeah. back in the 90s. Yeah, it was just Michael Jordan. Like, you'd freak the fuck out. Yeah. And then now it's like, I'd just be like, well, how long are his jeans? Like, like you know? Like, <laughs> got, got that Steve Harvey fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, it's not, it's not as crazy, but no, times have changed. So for it's sure. like, it's different. Be, being a kid growing up, even just like the radio guys, like, man, they were just celebrities. They were stars. Right. And it was like, if you yeah. were in the presence of some of those guys, it was just like, wow, this is that guy. Yeah. And yeah. nowadays, like that, it, it, it's not the same. It doesn't exist like that because people are just hit with so much entertainment, so many different ways. Right. Like you probably have ten apps in your phone right now that is like feeding you some type of useless information. Absolutely. Just to keep going, 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 going. Yeah. Right. The phone itself <laughs> could be considered useless at some point. <laughs> at some point. Right. 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 Yeah. No, nah, man, I need the selfie photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um crazy. But uh wait, moving on. Yeah. Um oh shout out to Double Down. Yeah. Um Jason, uh Zach, Montone, Monotone, Montone. You keep fucking Monotone. his name up. <laughs> yeah, that shit's funny. Yeah. And I, and every time they say Monotone, I'm like, yo, man, one of these days they're gonna spell your name right. Oh I mean, God. every time they say Montone, one of these days they're gonna spell and say your name right. It's, it's Montone. Um, yeah, congratulations to yeah. the fellas and everybody over there at Double Down. Yeah, yeah. so so they they are on Pitbull's globalization now. You can catch them the uh Friday nights, right? Right, fr- no, Our Friday mornings at eleven a.m. Yeah. East Coast time. Sirius XM Channel 13. Sirius XM Channel 13. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's going to be kind of early. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah that's Wait, we we, we might again? have to catch the replay. <laughs> 11, it's 11 a.m. East Coast time. Oh, yeah. Let us know where you put the mix cloud up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're Shoot definitely the link missing Shoot the link. Yeah. Send me right. a screenshot. And, and, I, and I speak for everybody on the West Coast. We're definitely missing that. <laughs> um, That's we'll, catch, we'll catch the replay on the. the Danger's not listening. Danger's not listening. Yeah. Nobody. You know we. Yeah, I'm still in airplane mode at 8 a.m. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair um, but yeah, shout out to those guys. Um, I put out a mix um, recently for uh, for a club called Warp out in Japan. Um, all up tempo shit. So securing you want gigs, that, okay, uh, If you want that, I can't energy, wait to go back. To Japan. Are they are they are they opened up What's out that? there? I can't wait to go back to Japan. They I had a, I had a whole I had a whole trip yeah. planned out and everything and really yeah yeah washed. Well, you're in the toy game a little bit, right? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, keeping it humble. A little bit for those that don't know. Yeah, man. You go to that. You you hit up that toy well, store. I don't know what you're talking about, but yes, all that. <laughs> <laughs> all, 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 I don't all believe things, you. Tell me more. Whatever you're thinking. Yeah, you whatever, whatever. Yes. Whatever it is. Yes. Yes. Check. <laughs> um, you you been to that toy store out in uh, All of just it. outside of Shinjuku in Tokyo? All of it. Yeah, All of it for yeah. sure. Or I think it is in Shinjuku. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Akihabara, it's that's fire. where it is. What's it called? It's called Akihabara. It's a it's a it's called Geek Town in Tokyo, mm-hmm. and it's literally a neighborhood full of toys, video games, mm. and like kind of like collectibles, electronics. So heaven. That's where I got that your is, yeah, your toys. That is heaven. oh the Metacom yeah the, the, yeah. Yeah, about those there. Yeah, just shout, out, those. shout out to Medicom. <laughs> yeah, I see a familiar face. Known this guy for a while. So yeah, man. Now I know how how serious serious it is. Yeah, bro. Um, was My- there any other mixes or lives? Seems like everyone's on Twitch. No, yeah, everyone. We, so talk about the fact that everyone has been moving over to Twitch, right? The switch, switch to, to Twitch. Twitch. The switch yeah. to yeah. Twitch. Switch right. To everyone Twitch. is like they've been sick of. You know, IG, Facebook, whatever platform that they were currently uh, streaming on. And they were like, listen, you know, Twitch is obviously right now is the best option. Yeah. Based off of whatever. It's a way way bigger, longer conversation that you guys could spend hours on as far as like the legalities and rights. Right. But um, basically Facebook, which has Instagram, doesn't have the same deal with the music companies that... Twitch and Amazon have. But gotcha. then Instagram puts out that commercial. But then Instagram <laughs> puts out that fucking promo. Well, they're going to, I'm sure they're going to work on it now, but. Well, it's 90 seconds, right? That's yeah, what they're they, saying. Yeah, they have claiming. a ni- they have a 90 second rule that basically, you know, because of all the rights and stuff. But Twitch actually has the rights for you to perform just no replay. Yeah. They have a different type of rights. Right. Mm. So. If you're going to, you know, DJ live for an hour or whatever the case may be, right? The rights are different at Twitch, and that's why it makes more sense. Right. The only problem is they don't have the built-in audience outside of like gaming um, that Instagram or Facebook yeah. does. Yeah. So that's why everybody is doing the switch to Twitch movement campaign because they need all the viewers, the consumer to head over to this new platform. But um, the consumer should because it is the future. Because if you don't know, gaming is going to be the biggest sport in the world outside of soccer in less than a decade. Well, it's a sport in its own right. Nike sponsoring. No, it it is. I'm telling you, it's going to be the biggest sport, actual sport in the universe, you know, 
competing with soccer um, in less than 10 years, probably. So everyone's going to be going there anyways. You might as well go set up shop stop. and get a start on it. Yeah, and get your handle going. So you think right. they'll be able to sell out arenas just setting up a they game? They already, already are. are. Yeah. yeah, they already are. They I'm already, already they I'm already gonna, got this figured out. I'm yeah. about to start a, a, a business and just start taking handles. And I'm sure anyone, and I'm going to start. Charging I'm sure people, the music oh, industry is going to tap in soon yeah. enough though when they figure out all this is happening and probably maybe make it a little more complicated. Right. But you know, hopefully things work out for the DJs and there's some type of agreement that can be. Met, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where IG, you mean? Just in general. Oh, okay. For everybody, because the way that music rights uh, and laws work, it's just not meant for DJs. It's not structured for this. Yeah. Right. So you know, and it's very complicated. It's not something where it's like you should just complain and they should just fix it, because there's a lot of technicalities when it comes to. It's not that easy. Yeah, like playing other it. people's art and them not getting paid. I hate to say it, but like everybody who like complains about this, <laughs> you, and you know what I'm talking about. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day you can count on somebody saying, "Why can't you guys figure it out? Yeah. Why don't you?" Well, sign they this somebody petition? they like, should it's so bigger than this. They should figure it out. They should. Yeah, yeah I'm not opposed. We to the we need out. an answer. Like right. we need to, a solution. Right. They have to figure this out. Right. But. It's just a little bit more complicated than just being like, Instagram should just let us rock. Right. It's it's not that easy. There's a lot of laws and a lot of people involved. Hey, man, you just raised 200K. Just pull another rabbit out your head. Yeah. Get Instagram Make to clear it off. Man, man, you, you got, got it. Your next no, no, there's, you a got lot it. Of, there's a lot of people already <laughs> working. There's a lot of people call working Lil on B. it. Call Lil B. <laughs> yeah, I bet Lil B could fix this right now. If we call Lil B, he could get it figured out. I bet that. <laughs> no, nah, but I, there's a lot of people working on it and it's, you know, eventually they're going to come to a conclusion. It's just hopefully it's in the DJ's favor. Right. So and hopefully me, it's still a thing. Let me ask you this. So <laughs> how, how does someone like D-Nice get around that situation? Well, <laughs> once you start breaking a certain number of viewers that's bringing in a certain amount of income. Scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. Yeah, th- there might be some oversight. Like, I don't really know what it is. But I'm sure when o- Michelle Obama's tapping in on the IG yeah. live, you know, Instagram might, you know, try to finesse that. So on that them. point, we'll pick up your tab. On that point, <laughs> yeah. they still <laughs> cut. They, they still cut verses off though. Recently, yes, they still cut verses off because the 90 the, second rule. Yeah, yeah. After the 90 second rule, they still cut them off after that hour. You know what I mean? D Nice yeah. has been streaming. Well, if the Instagram, artists followed the rules of verses, maybe they wouldn't get cut off. <laughs> I mean, that's a valid point. You'll live the second verse, right? It's so you know, good. They are. They are bringing. We get it. We they are the bringing song. in those numbers as far as when it comes to viewership, right? Right. They are bringing the caliber. Of yeah, I think it's, it's all in. a gray area, though. Yeah. it's all a gray area. I heard D Nice recently got cut off. Yeah, they're they're yeah, yeah they're starting to tighten. Yeah, up. yeah, I'm oh. sure. That, I'm sure they like had, last week or the week. I'm sure they got some heat. So yeah, he I, ran up the water bill. Like <laughs> you know, Facebook's gonna be like, "Yo, you're cut off. You had your moment." He wore the fur coat to the boxing match. He yeah. did. Yeah. Stop with the stop with the hot showers on, for an hour. Lucas. Like chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, no, it's one of those things where you know I think they'll they'll eventually get it right, but it's way more complicated than them just flipping a switch. Right. Is is there um. A versus battle you want to see that you haven't seen yet? <clears throat> I think everybody wants to see Dr. Dre and Diddy go at it. Sure. I think uh, Kanye and Drake, people want to see that. I think that, you know, Nicki Minaj and Chris Brown with all the hits that they have, uh, people want to see them battle somebody, not what, each other. What, wasn't Chris Little Brown Wayne. lined up with Usher or was that just gossip? Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm not they're, sure. That was in the talks from oh, what I've seen. Yeah, they were I, talking about that. Little Wayne is up there. 50 Cent is up there because of how many like number ones. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I actually, from a credible source, have heard that they already have, you know, 10 to 15 of these things. Lined up already, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Any that you can speak about? Nah, I'm not trying to get in. (laughs) Did you catch the uh, 112? He's not trying to get in versus with Swissbees. Nah, but I heard that they had technical difficulties. Man, listen. (laughs) When you get so excited about you're right about the about two artists or two groups or whatever, you know, go after it. The same thing, you know. Uh, when it was with uh, Primo and uh, RZA, yeah. you get excited and then it just ruins the experience. Yeah, you schedule like, your day, you it pop was, open a wine bottle, it was and you're just fucking terrible. There with shitty audio. Like the audio just made it so bad. It's just crazy because we're in a time where we're going to look back at this five to 10 years from now and things are going to be so much like futuristic. Like we're going to have the answers and solutions to all this shit. Check it. It's going to be in your living room. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be like hologram dance battles. Exactly. But we're going to look back at this and be like, damn, they couldn't get that right. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> fucked, it's fucked up, but well, I was telling the guys, you got to think this is the beginning of this thing. Yeah. All right. I was telling the guys yesterday that the idea of these matchups make you go, Ooh. Yeah. And then sure. when it's happening, the it's like, it's like, just ah, terrible. Yeah. but, and I, but I, I also told them, I know it's not marked as the best one, but the T-Pain little John was the most entertaining and they were actually battling. Oh, you're going to start off with that one. I was going to yeah. say that for the end. Cool. I'm going to start off with that yeah. one too. Yeah. You know, like it's, all of that, that whole battle was entertaining to me. And, but the rest of just, yeah. what, from no, what no, I've but seen. That, just, but that's yeah. similar to how the Beanie Man and, and Bounty Killer one was. Mm-hmm. Like, they were very uh, entertaining. Yeah. They treated it like a battle, even though they were in the same room. And they, they had fun like, with it. They had yeah. fun with Did it. it even the though culture. they seemed like they were vibing with each other, but they were like, yeah. people were like oh, you played that? I, I got one for you. Yeah. yeah. And they both had their own DJs. They were set up next yeah, to each other. Yeah, I mean, I think the way that they executed it is the best way. Obviously, you can't, have people mixing up right now with the COVID stuff. Yeah. Right. But definitely moving forward, like out of this, like there's a lot that's going to happen with this versus. Yeah. This is literally just the beginning. I imagine those guys are intelligent enough to evolve and sing in the. They have the a best lot. Version. They have a lot of backing and they have yeah. a lot of partnerships that they've been working on. And, yeah. you know, IG just needs to get it together. They just need to fly at an engineer to your spot. If another platform incorporates Apart. split screen, it's we're, a we're wrap. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If Twitch incorporates split screen, mm-hmm. it's over. That's yeah. all. Hey, I'm move saying. it to OnlyFans. They got it. <laughs> Nobody's paying for subscriptions. Versus it's free. <laughs> it's subscription possible. Free. Access code. Yeah, man. It's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Right, one so time on, access on, code on, on. for one so, hour. Wait, 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 wait. Before I go on. Pay-per-view. So I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Pay-per-view, man. It's True. coming. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a smart move too. So me, me and some friends have this argument that we've been going back and forth on. And I'm saying that the future will be a lot of subscription DJing in public places. What I'm saying is, is that somebody like Marshmallow can be DJing at his house and for a fee, venues can live stream this Marshmallow set. Yeah. And everyone's telling me like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. People are going to want to go to a club and see like a DJ there. And I was like, no, they can have like an opening local guy that, you know, does whatever. But you would, if Drake was doing a concert and it was pay-per-view style and you could go to a venue and watch it with all your homies. Like watching the Super Bowl. Right. But I have, I'm thinking that this might be 
you know, subscription-based entertainment for venues and people at home if you just want to watch it at home. No matter what the situation is, so, I think that we might be going towards that. And eventually, it would all be virtual reality. But we're not there yet with the technology as far as like, you know, the, the rendering and all so that So Marshmallow stuff. would have to lower his rate for all this to work. <laughs> no, because if you think about it, across the world, if he does a deal with a company that does pay-per-view and everybody's paying 10 bucks, 20 bucks, you have a venue that holds a thousand people, you might be paying a thousand bucks. Right. You know, if you add that up around the world, anybody that has Wi-Fi, yeah. like he's going to be clocking some serious bread. And think about it. You can set up a green screen. Right. Your production like overhead <laughs> is way down. You need yeah. two guys. And if and if you want to even do production at the venue, you can still do that too. True. I don't, I don't know if this if you want to be for, the best place to watch it. I don't know this will work for guys like us who like actually read a crowd. Just, you know, no, it, it, I don't I don't think it'll be it, it'll be yeah. like high caliber. Yeah. Right. Yeah, gotcha. Like people that actually supply and demand. They have the demand. Because yeah. there is yeah. that one holographic like DJ in a box thing that exists yeah. right now. But I, I think that, that that might be something in the future, like pay-per-view as far as yeah. or subscription-based something. Because, I mean, imagine one of these companies goes to the top 10 DJs in the world and strikes a deal with all 10 of them, just like, you know, Hakkasan in Vegas did or whoever. Right. You know? right. Imagine someone goes and corners the market real quick. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, you're paying a subscription fee like you are for however you're getting your other entertainment and right. you get exclusive real-time content that you mm-hmm. can't get anywhere else. Yeah. Mm. Imagine. And yeah. you can play it anywhere, in your car, in your house, at a venue. I'm sure those deals would look similar to like yeah. what Fortnite did with Travis and Marshmallow. Yeah. Like, I, we, I've i been having this argument. Everyone's like, nah, like you got to go to a club to like see, you know, it's got to be, and I'm like. It's a different experience. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. nah, this could be a whole different thing. Oh, yeah. So, you think that will affect like festivals? Uh, no, because I think that it'll, like, people will still want to go see Marshmallow in real life. Mm. Yeah. And that's how they will well, do the that. Well, the festival is like more of an experience. Yeah, right. Because you, it's You're not so much You're paying $300 to go hang artists. out for the weekend or whatever. Yeah. Hey, man, festivals yeah. got canceled for a whole year, at least for now. So yeah. we'll see where But I bet all these wheels are turning and they're going to figure out some type of way to. Yeah, they're going to monetize the shit out of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make the most of what you got. Yeah. Who do you guys want to see in these versus battles? I've been trying to figure out who to match up Busta Rhymes with. Mm. Q-Tip, maybe. And then we tried matching up LL, and I don't think it's possible. Who yeah, LL had such a LL? long career. Yeah. yeah. Three yeah. generations. Big LL. Um, yeah, so I, I'd like to see Busta matched up with someone. Um, you know, Eminem would be fun to see matched up. But at the same time, Eminem also has a lot of songs that don't match up well with a yeah. lot of hip-hop artists. Right. So... Um, but he don't necessarily have to play those tracks. That's you know his catalog yeah. is is yeah he's is got crazy. hits yeah, yeah but but what do you think will he not play those tracks? Chances yeah. are he's gonna say yeah this. I think it depends on his opponent. Yeah, because if know, you man. put him against someone like Buster, but, it's gonna be interesting. But he might yeah. say yeah, but I'm Eminem. I can do whatever I want. And yeah. this track was yeah. one of the hottest tracks, even though it's not your traditional hip hop. Yeah, song. it'd be interesting to see who could go against the Eminem because yeah. he was such like a pop sensation yeah right like he he broke all boundaries yeah yeah the biggest thing ever yeah I, I saw that they they announced um a couple legend legends like frank hammond yeah um and frank. someone else yeah uh, I'm, I'm spacing here but someone franklin kurt franklin yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're gonna do that 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because they can they can really go into any genre. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they could do Britney Spears versus Christina Aguilera and Mickey. We've all been wanting to see that one. (laughs) Backstreet Boys in this calendar marks. (laughs) Don't get me started with the Backstreet Boys versus. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Some of these high caliber artists do one. I'm not saying that the ones that we've seen are not like they're great artists. You know, we appreciate. it. I have a feeling they're going to expand it out. Yeah, I want to see some of these. Don't let Bieber get involved. He's going for the throat. Oh man, (laughs) who do you put against Bieber though? Yeah. Ariana. He said, hmm. Ariana? <laughs> no way. He smokes Ariana. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Who do you put against Bieber? Bring Chris in, Brown? Bring in Selena for the X battle. Ooh. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how they roll out. Like I said, they have yeah. a lot, they have a lot planned already. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well shit. Any, right. other, any yeah. other things you'd like to No, I don't know. What uh-huh. else? How do I get one of these? Well, that's off camera. We could talk about that. Yeah. You might have to get, might, might have to get some of that money that you get. Yeah. How much you make from GoFundMe? Damn. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, make sure you guys tune in to our Globalization Mixes on Tuesdays at yeah. 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Or PDT. What is PDT? What's the D? Um, yeah, I don't know. There's like PDT in the summertime. In the summertime, it's PDT. It, I don't know what isn't the isn't it like a daylight, daylight, savings? daylight saving daylight thing Pacific daylight, daylight savings time. time Pacific daylight, daylight time daylight time. Um, you have a phone. Google this it. this <laughs> week uh, we let's see who do we got this week Fawn. Fawn DJ yeah Fawn. DJ Fawn from Fawn. Houston shout out to him good guy. So um, hope we get some chopping screw stuff in there. Yeah, H Town Pacific yep. daylight time. You can catch me in the mix on Real ninety two three. There you go. Ten there it is. Fifty a.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, okay. See, yes. I can do 10:50 a.m. on the Pacific. Coast. Yeah, you, Pacific. Uh, daylight you can time. wake up daylight and hear time. it. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we'll tune into Monday that. through Friday, I do that, and then uh, yeah, I don't know what else. No clubs. <laughs> let me let me ask you. That. <laughs> I, I haven't had time to I go mean, live or anything. Pull, I want to ask you a quick question about radio. I don't mean to cut you off, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Um, Here we go. How oh, you are meant that shit. how are how are the the um, the ratings with? With I've, all the streaming well in Los in on. Los Angeles in particular, obviously there's less people in their cars, so there's less listeners. Yeah, gotcha. So that's you mean currently at the moment because of the well the quarantine. If thing. you go outside right now, there's a lot of people in their cars. Yeah, LA doesn't care. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm saying because LA is considered. But but when the, when 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 all this was happening, there was way less people in the car, so listenership was actually down. Yeah. But we all know that as soon as people can. LA has more people in their cars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. More right. people in their cars than any city that I know. <laughs> yeah, so, so listenership in LA is very healthy. Okay. Yeah, that's gotcha. good to know. Hmm. Yeah. That's Dope. good. And then you guys have the app too. Yeah, iHeart Media has been really good about forward progress and technology. We've um, acquired a lot of tech companies and we've been, you know, really on top of as far as like, you know, being the number one audio company in the world. Like yeah. we have an app and we have like 800 stations wow. across the country. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, we're really on top of that stuff and we take a, a great pride in kind of being the leader yeah. of the new way of doing radio. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if Even if you listen to our station, like Monday through Friday, our on-air personalities, they do a lot of content. Like you'll see a lot of interviews online with a big boy or the mm-hmm. breakfast club, our New York affiliate. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, you know, you see a lot of that stuff. Uh, and we've been really aggressive with it. Right. So there's, 
in, in other markets, you'll notice like, oh man, what are these radio stations kind of doing? But anywhere that there's kind of like an iHeart station, you'll notice that we're really on top of the technology. Mm. Right on. Sweet. Dope. Yeah. Make sure to check that out. Uh, plug your socials. At DJ Amen 3000 on everything. On everything. On everything. Consistency. Yeah, man. Make, sure everything. To, make sure to show them some love. Hit them up. Do not ask for money. <laughs> Yeah, if you're on the I mean, list. you can ask for money. I mean, you can ask for don't money. You can ask for money. Yeah, it's but, just but, that but I might run eye. out by the time you hear this. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say keep an eye on, on AM, Amen because if if someone drops a hundred k, he might open it up. Yeah, man. True. I mean, honestly, I would love to help all my homies across the country and even across the world. I don't know what the technicalities are with sending money to people in Japan or whatever. Cash out. But no, I mean. It, it would be amazing if we could do something like this and help like all of our brothers and sisters that are hurting right now. Um, I hope that more people step up and try to do something in their community. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you know, that would be big. Uh, I, I'm doing as much as I can for California right now. Right. And, you know, uh, just, you know, blessed is the word, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, I'm just, I'm grateful that. Get the mask. You know, people, people heard the call and, you know, went into action. And, um, I mean, you, you know, like we talked about it before, it's like, this is like a real thing. It's really helping people. People are actually receiving money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're, you know, putting that money towards the rent or whatever the case right. may yeah. be. Yeah, so, for sure. Right on. Bang, you, bang. Man. Thanks yes, for coming thank on. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate you. Just like that. Just like Just that. Like that. We, we out. out. And we out. <laughs> That's right.